The Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a free $100 bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Welcome back to episode 15, I believe, of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Man in the Desert, Scott Bowser. And with me is the man himself, the Wolf of Oakland, Chase Sessoms. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I'm good. Actually, like as far as Zed goes, I would say reinvigorated, in fact. I love it. I love hearing this. And then our new uh, third leg of the tripod, we got the man in the middle himself, the Sultan of Speed. That's what I'm coming. That's what I'm going with for now, Mr. Yeah. Blake Meyer. How you doing, Blake? I'm good, and I'm completely fine being the third leg. By the way, you yeah, yeah, call yeah. me that whenever you want. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Um, hey, we have a funny thing to open up here with because um, we're gonna kind of go back over the, the purchasing a horse and whatnot. But Chase and I almost both bought the same horse. He bought it this week. And that's yeah. one of the things he's re- very reinvigorated about. We were just talking about that before we started recording. But, yeah, I was looking at it. I'm like, you know what? This is the kind of piece I should jump on. And I was like, I was going to wait until Friday, until this weekend where I get paid this weekend. I was like, I was going to make a move then because I have some some stuff clearing up. And I was like, yeah, that seems like a good idea. And then, bam, I was like, oh, shit, he got it. I'm all good for him. I'm glad I didn't yeah, go- highlight of my day. Yeah, I'm I, glad I, I didn't I- go to some douchebag. Like... <laughs> I left. Uh, I'm even leaving the sticker in the window of that horse so everyone can see how much it costs because it was my first stallion, uh, Genesis stallion purchase. I I feel good that like actually that uh, someone else was looking at it because what I did a couple days ago was I went through Z Lead and I started looking at the listings on Haku on Genesis price low to high and then every time I saw a name for a stallion I would go and I'd look at those speed charts. And I put just together like a hit list of from from low to high prices of, of ones that I wanted to pick up. And then just it was a, honestly, I feel like it was a steal for for prime justice. Oh, yeah, it definitely was like you got something good there because like and here's well, the funny thing about it is like I have been looking more for mid runners. So it didn't quite fit what I was going for. But I was like, the deal on that thing is just so good. So I'm glad someone I, I like a, a member of the family fucking got it. And uh, I, I'm I'm excited to see what you do with it, you know. Yeah, I've I've already oh, I'm too. I've That's already a really bred damn good horse. I already bred him once. Uh, I I can't stop hitting home runs when it comes to naming horses because I put Prime Justice <laughs> again together with Sorry I'm Running Late, and you've got Death Row yeah. Pardon. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really like that one. That's that's some that, that's some good work right there. Yeah, I, I am. Excellent at naming slow horses. Um, you know, I thought of a good one. The, the next couple, the next dude I get, I'm definitely naming naming Rudy was offsides. Rudy was offsides. Yeah, he's lined up in the Ooh, neutral like zone. That. Little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and if a listener beats me to it, fuck yeah, go for it. That's a great name, and I'm glad I can contribute to the space here. 
Um, but no, I did like that one. And no, but, but it did those. It kind of inspired me to go deep, deeper into the rabbit hole and open up my wallet a little more. So um, mm-hmm. by the time this episode airs, I will probably be, hopefully, it's not gone yet, but I don't think it is because it's been up for a while. But I might be in the possession of a, one I really, really like. I, and Blake was looking at that, too, and uh, thought thought very similar. Thing. There's a couple I really like out there, actually. And so hopefully I'm pretty sure I'm pretty confident I'll get one of the two, you know, but I, it's it's fun. Like kind of like yeah, I think that's exactly what you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and and I, I don't know. I'm going in a new direction. Uh, we talked about this a little last week with the easiest bracket to qualify for is the middle distance. And, you know, I got some marathoners and sprinters and and basically the stuff I have probably isn't going to cut it on the big stage with those. But I'm seeing the the value out there. Like I'm gonna moneyball this using the speed analytics and different things that you know, different indicators. I feel like there's certain things that are just indicators. Profit being one of them. You know, if a horse is profitable, yeah. then it, it can't or suck when, that much. When it, when it when it burns, when it burns when you pee a little bit, that's always a telltale sign. A, a indicator always. Yeah, that's yeah. You always got that indicator. If you if yeah. you. If you win Cobb's uh, comedy club, a K- a KPI, a, a, key, a KPI, a key penis indicator, hey, right if, there. If you uh, if you uh, win the Cobb's comedy club contest in San Francisco, you're either Robin Williams, Dane Cook, or Doug Stanhope. So you know it's all it's there's indicators out there. So, oh yeah, there's that there's an actual meat sack racehorse named Stanhope out there. I dude, I won money on that horse one time. And like I kind of know Doug, and, all right. And so I, uh, I, hey. I was hanging out at the sports book. He did, he did my other show, Luck Stops Here. It was a great episode, so check that out. You can find that anywhere podcasts are available. But um, so Doug, fucking, I saw that horse. I was like, holy shit! I was at the sports book drinking. I'm like, I gotta bet this right now. And I had like 15, only like 15 cash on me. I threw it on there, and I won like 130 bucks or something like that. It was awesome, dude. Because it was going off like nine to one and ten to one, something like that. It was great. That's what I'm talking about right there. Seeing the name and you win money. I think think having – so I really think having bred horses now, like I'm so so excited, especially because I think some are are, are actually talented. Like I'm I'm pumped about Zed again. Yeah, dude, you know, and like – It makes everything so much more fun. And like I I really believe in the long-term viability of it almost more than anything because like I think their short-term execution of rolling out ideas can be flawed. And so, so it frustrates us kind of consistently, but then when you p- roll back the big picture, it's like, dude, what other game has delivered like this? I mean, like, like, like it just sure. like the like. There's a lot of people that do. The, there's a lot of like greyhound games, for example, that talk a lot of smack about how they're gonna have this and this and there's this rollout and wait for this generation. It's gonna be the good one, but it's not been there yet, you know. Zed, like we've seen, like a majority of the Genesis horses now have been rolled out. I think there's only like. 10,000 that haven't been dropped yet. And dude, that next drop will be insane. Like, cause what if you do just get a Z1 Nakamoto and a drop? That's a play. Like, Ooh, I would be so happy if that happened. My stable could use it. Oh, everybody. Yeah, I, everybody yeah. could use one of those. I would want the mare too, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. 
that's my thing is like now that I've, I've built up like i feel like i've got some pretty good stallions like i feel like now i can go after something like a genesis mayor or those mayors that aren't quite genesis but are like sub z10 that spit out winners yeah. but also like fit out fit well on the on the speed uh charts well i mean legendaries and the exclusives are a solid thing in the breeding algorithm right now when you just look at it for i mean in terms of decay when you get 36 pops in a fucking legendary mare, 24 pops in a fucking exclusive mare before level one. So that's either three years or two years worth of breeding if you're doing it monthly with them. I mean, yeah. that's the thing is I, if I'm bound to hit something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if I can like one of the ones I just bred was at Nantucket point spread uh, like 20 something races in was hitting at like 27 percent. In, in free races and so like if i can keep producing like siblings that are similar i'm gonna sell those fuckers and make some money yeah you know and you you, you find that little like trick that dude like with uh this one you would uh my horse you would think that i have on the market right now but the two months i've bred her she's produced a griffin fucking podium money maker each month and and right. and, 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 a, and a horse and horses that have qualified in tournaments since you know and and so it's like, dude, I, I, I'll take that, you know, like it's yeah. not much, but dude, it's better than a lot of donkeys people are breeding right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I sold That's... most of my donkeys the other day because I, my breeding. Been... Oh, you're breaking up just no. a little bit there. Okay. Better now. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. I, I sold off most most of my donkeys because i my breed to par so i sold them to get another breed in and it worked out very you well. you're breaking off breaking up but it sounded like you sold your donkeys in parts like you you like <laughs> quartered them yeah. up and, and sold them like he a sold he sold the hind quarters to a gentleman in australia and then there's a guy in the uk that bought the the head and then yeah that is the, exactly what I, the Japanese love the dorsal fin uh, of this yeah. horse I hear too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know you can you gotta love the uh, the old DF with your DP. Um, I do want to give a shout out to listener Josh Zalesnick who hit me up on the SGPN Slack channel, and um, like, dude, he bought his first horse this week, but like, I kind of forgot. Um, and you know, before we get into that. Let's do the first uh, the ad break, and then we'll get into Josh's tale of buying his first horse. All right? See, you know, you, hey, you tease it, right? Leave him yeah. one more before the <laughs> ad break. Yeah. Got to like, make him want to stay. You got to make him want to stay. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay. So, so, hey, are you thinking of joining WinBet? Now's the perfect time for new customers. You bet $100, you get a free $100 bet. If you're betting baseball, you have to check out WinBet. Their reduced juice in baseball games make them the best place to bet MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Win also just released their first QB with five touchdowns prop bets. Ooh, that's juicy. I love that. juicy. Um, there's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or all over and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you know or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Um, so we also are sponsored by Odds Trader. Um, Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can compare the different sign-up codes, promo codes, and, and everything to get the best deal. Right now, everybody's offering the best 
invest trying to get people in for football season. So this is the time if you don't have like a sportsbook account anywhere, use this, sign up and get all this stuff. Uh, the app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports, and projected projected game day weather for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker so betters can keep records of all your games. Um, make sure like it really helps with like handicapping, you know, just your live bet. I like doing live gambling a lot. So when you know you, you get a chance to be have the live bet kind of tracker to help you right there. Oh man, you can't go wrong. So go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's OddsTrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Okay, so yeah, Josh hit me up, and like, dude, they make it such a pain in the ass for a, like a new person that's not like, like, a crypto expert to buy a horse. They really did. Oh, are you talking about yeah. uh, buying Ethereum and bridging to to fucking Polygon? Polygon. I st- I've done it multiple times. I still fuck that up multiple times and end up paying like. <laughs> three times the transaction fees because like i keep like just okay so i swap it to this no it says i have to go here and here's the thing too is like every state varies on their crypto laws and what exchanges are even available and like i'm not going to sit here and promote fucking crypto companies so it's like you got to kind of do the research to figure that out yourself to get it all set up and you figure out what's even available in your area and then work from there because usually there's gonna be a promo code to sign up hell i just did a fucking spiel about those and like, but usually you'll be able to get those and and make it work. Well, so Josh was working on it, and like, and I realized I'm like, because it's so hard to explain to someone. Okay, there's an Ethereum network and a Polygon network. You're gonna, uh, oh, the game was uses Ethereum, but it's wrapped Ethereum. So we have to wrap yeah. the Ethereum, and it's just like <laughs> nestled in a goddamn box of riddles is what it's wrapped in. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, so for those <laughs> like, like, just a quick little refresher. Basically, um, like you know, you, you signed up using MetaMask. You're gonna take that and uh, transfer. You, you, I mean, some, you can buy Ethereum on there directly, or you buy it somewhere else and transfer it to that wallet. Okay, and you're gonna need to follow the steps wherever you're doing that from. But then from there, when that Ethereum is in your your wallet, then you go into your Zed and you click on that the wallet in your Zed menu. Yeah. And, and then in there, it'll have the little transfer thing. And, it, and at first you're like, what? But that's how you tran- you're going to transfer. Because send is send peer-to-peer. Like if Chase and I were sending each other coins or, or Ethereum or whatever. But the other one is like, um, would be like, um, we're, we're, we're transferring it to bridge it over to this Polygon network. So what happens is, and this is where it gets really tricky because when you're logged in on the Ethereum main network on, on Zed, you'll still see your Polygon wrapped Ethereum in your wallet. But if you were to actually switch to the Polygon network, you won't see, you know, it, it shows up elsewhere. It'll show up in your MetaMask account now, but it won't show up on your Zed account. So that can be, like you could think you lost all of it when you transfer. And that didn't happen. It's just sitting in the other network. You know, and so. Yeah, every, every time I do anything with Crick, crypto there is a uh a brief moment where in between when the transaction has gone through when it's actually confirmed where i'm pretty certain that uh i'm not getting what i wanted all of my money is about to be taken and i'm su- supporting state sponsors yeah someone's gonna spend send you a rickroll <laughs> nft and that's it and yeah yeah and next thing i know is someone's just like uh we have the deed to your house you have to leave yeah dude so but so, I mean, that, and that's the way to do it. And so once you do that, you got your wrapped Ethereum. 
And so you can view it. And then, so if you're trying to buy off Haku, though, you're going to need some Matic. And yeah. uh, you you only really need like four cents worth, five cents worth, I think, to like set up the, the thing on Haku. And then that's all you need forever on there. So like I bought a, I stupidly bought a dollar's worth, but I have a couple different stables. So I just ended up spreading it out. So if anybody's struggling with trying to get in on Haku and get some Matic and they can't figure that out, hit me up and I'll send you like the five, six cents worth or whatever you'll need to fucking get it over. So, and I can only do that so many times, but I, I can do it a few times. <laughs> I'm not yeah, buying any more Matic for you assholes. Okay. It, but I will until it's gone. It's a, it's a generous thing to do because you can just bumble fuck around like I do and just throw basically like 20 bucks into the ether. Yeah. And yeah. And so, yeah, I'll, I'll save you. I, I have the six cents to save you guys a bunch of headaches if you're looking to buy on hockey, which I think is the way to go. I think OpenSea, they list all those horses from the old contract. And so it says they're available, all this stuff, but they're not. And it's a fucking... And what what annoys me about about Open Sea is sometimes you'll see that the stable names don't match up with the horse that you're trying to buy yeah. on Haku, and you're, you wonder like, am I getting the the right thing? Is this a yeah? A did well? someone is get hacked? A... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. If, dude, if I accidentally bought a hacked horse, I would I would give it back to the person. You know, like I, I don't. I'd feel bad about that. Like I would just, too. It's bad karma, I think, to not do that. Like. And hopefully they they reimburse you a little for some yeah, for your <laughs> troubles, but hey, right, right, yeah, right. yeah it'd be, it. yeah, hey, llama, something, little something, a little you something, know. you know, for, for the trouble, for, for the effort. But yeah, so yeah, um, I just wanted to kind of go over and so shout, yeah, shout out to I believe, and uh, I want to get this name right, but shout out to Josh and his new horse. Hold on, dude, hold on, I have it right here, um. Smart luck. So yeah. Smart luck. Um it's a good looking horse. It's a good good red color. Um I and by the way, so I was making my uh a horse spreadsheet, like like a little breeding chart, and I, I was listening to all my horses and I was like, Oh, I'm gonna make it real cute by the the column where I put all the horse names. I'm gonna uh-huh. I'm gonna try and match the color to the color of the horse. My friends, how adorable. long? How long adorable. did you sit there and make custom colors? Were you just like, no, it's not right. I need more. Cyan. My friends, just, just the. Did you realize how many different names they have for <laughs> pink and red on this fucking game? It gets, and like some of these reds are so damn close to each other. I, it's, it's so ridiculous. It really, it. I was like, you got to be fucking same color, me. different name. But at the same time, I was like, I, I, I was like, I'm not gonna try and make it match directly anymore. I can't I'm not I'm that's too much for me. But I will make sure every shade of red is different on mine like it is in the like it has a different name and it, it was just so fucking smelly guys. Um it, it makes you feel like it's right if you make if you make just the slightest little bit shade difference on your end, it, it feels like it's the right color. But yeah, I'm incorporating you- a couple new things into that spreadsheet, just real quick. And uh yeah, we'll have that template down available for listeners to be able to download and start uh tracking your horses uh like how i'm doing and i'm getting better results out of all of them so you can tell me there are multiple shades of green but all for i am 100 certain there's broccoli and booger there's an there's a lot more booger there's a lot more booger green out there than anything else but yeah broccoli booger we don't really need to to parse terms here yeah to me there's all to me there's two types of green there's uh army and boston 
Yeah. Okay. I see it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm bored, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's Rambo yeah. green, and then there's fucking uh, Boston trash green, which yeah, some some ass mass hole in a Larry Bird jersey. Looking at you, Boston Capper, host of the Golf Gambling Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any any good Boston Celtics degenerate worth his weight wears a fucking Kevin McHale. Let's not kid ourselves. Oh yeah, I mean, or dude, no. If you're really about it, get an Ainge. You know what I was thinking about not too long ago is get a Danny Ainge Blue Jays jersey because he played a few games for them. Oh, that's right. And he played for them in like like like. The, the, I love the Blue Jays jersey too. Yeah, he played for them in like the late '80s or whatever when they had those sweet road uh, baby blue jerseys. Uh yeah, I I think back uh, when John Olerud was still wearing a soft sided hat. Yeah, Don, John Olerud, <laughs> dude. Shout, shout out to that guy. Okay, we're going way. Off, we're going way off topic. And out here in Seattle for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, baseball's always, always on topic. Ricky Anderson. Yeah, I mean, the amount of times I brought up Moneyball in this, uh, people should know this is a pro baseball show. All right, but you know what else? <laughs> um, um, make sure. You guys get head over uh, to our other sponsor, one of our other sponsors, Run Your Pool. It is the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together, together to compete, connect, and make every game matter and more. Run Your Pool offers every game type under the sun, from Pick'em and Survivor to fantasy pools, and it's one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else. We teamed up with uh, Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGPN NFL Survivor contest. So you're going to want to hop in now. It's totally free to do and reserve your free spot. Uh, it's 500 bucks cash and uh, $200 plus a $200 and 50 uh, gift certificate to the SGPN store to the winner. So sign up today over at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN and get in for some of that sweet, sweet moolah. I don't know if we're eligible, guys, but we should do it anyway and, and see which one of us... Uh, does the best and which one of us does the worst and the one that does the best gets to name the next horse of the one that does the worst and oh i'm in on that you guys like this idea and then the person in the middle is just neutral okay okay i like it the person in the middle gets to applaud the name choice yeah or i mean if there's a tie they can can they get they get to be the supreme court and take away rights <laughs> all i gotta say is you you want me naming your horses i am yeah. a, a goddamn are, artist are pretty, pretty damn good at it. okay uh we're also brought to you by sleeper it's the fastest going planet fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably have a league on there i have one um the sgpn dynasty league's on there they just you passed four million users which is pretty awesome and now you can win on sleeper by playing their new over under game first in any sport choose two or more players that you like and pick the over under if you pick correctly you can pick win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in with the nfl season right around the corner sleeper is the first sports contest game built into the fantasy experience uh one cool thing is we can all get on in there and uh, copy and paste each other's picks and get into groups where we hang out and we share what we're going on. And I'm a big prop gambler, so I'll probably be pretty active in the SGPN uh, Discord, giving out uh, my uh, favorite, um, like, catch totals and first touchdown picks. So on your mobile phone, join our listener group on sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Again, go to sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get $100 on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers, terms of use for details. 
we're back we're doing it and uh yeah um what were we just saying before we went to that break i want to say um we talked mass hole green dude i want to do blue jays john olderwood yeah yeah okay john olderwood's yeah, a good name for a horse okay then we'll tie it back to zed that way um one thing i think we can kind of talk about here though is like the market does change on the bread horse market pretty regularly i'd say now because of how many new horses are being bred and how many people are figuring out how to breed better and better so i do think long term once again this is not a financial advice show i do think long term either get good genesis that you the best genesis you could afford or if you can get legendaries or even an exclusive with that elite bloodline, you know, you know, like that, that's a great thing to like build a stable around. I wouldn't start there for my first horse. I would start with getting a couple ones to fuck around with and have fun. But once you get past that and you're like, okay, I'm going to commit to the game. I would say something like that. What do you guys think about that? I, I mean, that's how I start. I started with my three. Like I, I- I made three acquisitions. Like I bought just a little bit better bloodstock than what I'd had by uh, just trying to go out and find value that in any, in, in like the Z 12 to Z like 20 plus sort of range. And then I bought something that was like a single digit, not a Genesis, not like a huge investment. And those are the first horses I used to breed. And I mean, I ended up with some pretty good horses right off the bat with uh, my ones that were by like Nantucket blues, like the, the horse that, that uh, Scott gifted me. And just, uh, I'd focused on picking up talented mares. I think having just excellent mares that consistently produce winners well, we've is the about, way to go. I think we've talked about this since the beginning of the show is that mm-hmm. dude, the, if this game is based off of Asian horse racing more than American North American horse racing, yeah. Because of the game developers being in Australia and whatnot and, and horse racing being so huge in Japan and right now and stuff like if they're if they're kind of basing this more on the Japanese model in their gaming experience, then the odds are the mares are the key to the game. Like, they, you know, right. and I mean, I mean, just I completely agree. I've been able to take a lot of uh, a lot of incredible mares that I have not to talk my horses up, but I can breed them with stallions that are like not mid-tier, but maybe a little step above it. And being able to know the bloodline that I'm getting into my horse, plus I get to keep the horse that I get, yeah. and I get to take that incredible mare and just breed it again later and get another horse and keep going. It seems so much better than trying to hustle my stallion out when nobody I mean, I've, nobody I'll, wants. I've seen Dan Chan say this before where he's like, dude, it's better off to have all the mares because I can always outsource and go to the stud market to find undervalued um and not have to buy the whole thing on there and get the most elite blood or whatever if i want or or take the take the cheap gamble and find a colt who comes from a stallion who has a history of of dropping a bunch of winners uh you know instead of maybe going like the stallion route just like take take the the risk on the the Uh, you know the one that's never put a load into something before (laughs) and uh just try to come up with a come up with a winner You know, uh, you know who else drops loads? Um, no, I don't have a sponsor for that. Um, what a segue! <laughs> yeah, I yeah. just it's just natural for me at this point. You know, you just you just got to brought do- to you by Kleenex wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do think like um, as the market shifts, though, I do think just that higher end though is always going to be the higher end kind of thing. Like there's all there's there's just always going to be that 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 sweet spot. 
And there are affordable places into it. Like none of us are millionaires and we've all kind of tapped into some decent stuff and bred some decent horses. So it's, it's possible. Like I haven't had as much success as you guys, but I have, I've done okay. Like, dude, like some of the, mine, like I realized I was just running them at the wrong distance. Once I go back after I've ran them like 20, 30 times, it's like, you know, I just wasn't running them right first. And now let me dial them in. Like, cause I try and tank the, the discoveries after the Griffin. I try and put them in the distance. I think they'll win at the Griffin. And then after that, I try and tank the, ne- the next nine discovery races. It's just, that's kind of my thing. Yeah. Okay. Makes I've been sense. doing the opposite. I've been trying to come out hot in the discovery. And if, if I can get a horse that's really good, I've been able to sell a couple and make a, a decent chunk of a decent chunk of Ethereum that I've put into some other horses and kind of boosted my stable, which has helped a lot. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a good way of doing it. Um, I just because like I just don't believe in discovery numbers really, and I would much rather use that to find out what I really have instead of just kind of like hit the tip of the iceberg on it. You know, I I want to get under the hood on it. <laughs> and, and, yeah, really, really get that's in true. there and see 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 what we got working with because like you can nice and nice and deep like is what I'm gathering. Well, on the last episode, I was telling Blake how uh, one thing I'm doing on my breeding chart is I'm trying to not only match the preferred distance preference, but I'm also trying to match the tank preference. Okay. So they consistent, they produce a, a horse that has the same distance preference and you know, right off the bat, like I can go ahead and just tank this horse to oblivion right now with at, this, at this, at this other preference. Yeah. At this other distance. Yeah. yeah kind of thing. It gives um, you a good shot of coming and like finishing at the podium and the Griffin too, if you just know right where that horse is going to be good and right where to stay away from in the Griffin race. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt that that's the thing with death row pardon was a, I was afraid. I was like, I like my chances here, but I feel like I ran this horse at the wrong distance in hindsight. You only get that one chance at it. So it's, it's concerning at beat, beat Dane chance firster in that Griffin. Won that match race. Oh, shout out to friend of the show. Shout out to friend of the show, Dan Shan. He is, uh, he is a, a beacon of light in, in this weird world of digital horses that we live in. But yeah, no, not all uh, heroes wear capes. Yeah, not all heroes no. wear capes. But no, like, I, cause I, I'll be the first to admit here that Zed has kind of botched the tournaments lately. Just like, just, and like, I'm not going to ha- hammer it the way a lot of people have. And I, I have like gone off on a little on Twitter about it and the show account, but like, but for real, it's like, um, Having a 268 tournament two weeks in a row is so fucking stupid. You got to give people time to do another round of breeding for 268s. Like, you need to make that at least four weeks away. Like, I, I can't believe they did that two weeks in a row. I really thought that was like, come on. Yeah, that was right. ridiculous. I, I, and, I mean, the 268 tournament is probably nothing I'm ever going to try and breed my way down to either. And so, yeah, to, uh, yeah. Do those two weeks in a row, it's like, that's just. I mean, I could I downclass the whole time. I but. would like to come up with one of those Charlie Always Sunny memes of me um, with like the string charts and all of our stables and trying to figure out it's, how we can use our Genesis and stuff back in, in our top three back and forth where we constantly kind of fold a Genesis back in occasionally to keep it uh, like at least above elite for a while. And, and then <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm already thinking of which of my other uh because it would be funny to have a 268 cross see i i i'm interested in seeing what would come of my new my new foals and now folding in like another dirty old man from my uh from my horse colony here to 
take advantage of the of the youth uh, to to try to sire another I think super, you can, superior horse. I think you can do the grandfather to granddaughter. <laughs> if you want to go Morgan Freeman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just full on family style, man. <laughs> yeah, he, I know, but I'm pretty sure. I think I think you can only not breed with the like offspring to parent, and then uh, and siblings. Okay. I think okay. I think every, always in play. I think everything. I think I think grandma fucking grandpa fucking is always in play. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many more Christmases do they have left? Give them that treat. So, like, like how would you do it though? Like to try and get like, because I feel like you can breed a couple. Like, I feel like we could all probably breed some decent Z forties, and then you got to start piecing those together in a weird way. Sure. I, I think what I would do is after I bred to one stallion, what I get, I'm going to then use another stallion that complements what comes out to even just try to more like fine tune and, and specialize if I have one that actually matches that. Yeah, it's it's, it's a. Yeah, I don't see the point. Of you do, I Breeding think, is so fun when you take all the other factors into it. What'd you say? Breeding is so fun when you take all the other factors into yeah. it, like bloodline and speed. And this, this is so far the most most enjoyable part of it too. And I actually, I have so much to learn from Blake because he's so damn good at this. Yeah, he, you really are, Blake. You're you're a resident like breed expert. Um, Thank but, you. Thank but you. Like I, I would say like uh, it's yeah, because that's the fun of the game. Because it's like, hey, I have we all have puzzle pieces, and there's other puzzle pieces out there that I, I that we haven't acquired yet and stuff. And it's like. How can you fit it all together? How do you how do you get this to that? And um, well, you know, what else you can do is uh, you can check out one of our other sponsors, and that's uh, oh man, you know what? I can't even open this right now. Oh, it's because I haven't had my coffee. You can go to Trade Coffee. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, uh, uh, Trade Coffee connects. Uh, well, they you know they uh, they're the coffee guys, right? They uh, and they got a bunch of like uh, coffee experts, like. Like I don't know, a uh, bunch of be- we got a bunch of bean counters that sit around all day, finding their beans, um, and uh, they they pick the best, most exclusive roasts and blends, and they and they get, and then you take a test, and they match the like your what you like of like you know your favorite candies or chocolate or whatever, and it hones in uh, the best coffee you'll like, and if you don't like it, um, um, what is it? They do something really cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good. Uh, you can, I think you can send it back, and they'll find out another coffee that actually works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll they'll do that for you. So I mean, that's always good. And uh, right now they're offering a new subscribers a total of thirty dollars for your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com/sgp. That's more than forty cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com/sgp and let Trade find you a coffee you love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. Um, we're also brought to you by Dave. Uh, no, not my dad. No, not my grandpa. No, we're brought to you by Dave. That's, uh, um, you know, hey, we've all been there, right, where you need a little money. Hey, maybe Chase wouldn't have swooped uh, uh, Prime Justice off me if I just would have hit Dave up and been like, hey, float me the money until I get paid this weekend so I can uh, get myself some uh. Prime Justice. And, Keeps uh, me from drinking up your milkshake. Yeah, he's drinking drink my milkshake over here. Um, 
But, you know, sometimes you need to get, like, uh, I got a wedding coming up, you know. Who knows, you know, the travel and the gift, all that. It gets expensive. Hey, you you need money? Yeah, yeah. Go to Dave, and uh, they'll hook you up a little bit. So uh, it's a banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money to fill your tank, buy a wedding gift, or catch up on bills. You can finally tackle or or buy a freaking horse. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit check needed. Uh, millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. So if you're in a pinch or you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as helping him from future you. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. And sign up for the extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant fees, instant transfer fees applies. Banking provided by Evolve, member of FDIC. Future you will thank you. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to make sure you don't make sure you and future you don't touch because you might throw off the space time. Computer. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, especially yeah. Don't go around slack, like thinking it's funny to know when uh, past you, if your future you, if past you sleeping, you know he's going to be sleeping, go over, I'm going to go dick slap myself. That's not a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever you do, don't have sex with your mother at the under the sea dance. Yeah, don't do that. Definitely. Even <laughs> if she's sucking on your grandpa's hooch out of a flask in, in, a, in an old timey car. Um, wow. We're, this makes me uncomfortable. I think we should move we're on. We're really taking it off the rails here. Um <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, so for our horse, I, I guess this is a, how, a part two of how to buy a horse. Um, I think I put way too much stock early on in the Z number. I think that was probably my yeah. biggest mistake early on. What would you guys say was your biggest mistake early on? Um, my biggest mistake early on was not doing enough research. I kind of just, I did kind of the same thing focused on like the z number like oh this is low this is a yeah legend. and then i i got into a whole thing where i was like this is elite i don't want that that's not gonna be good i was mostly focusing on offspring parents and siblings and i mean that's not the dumbest yeah. thing i mean to yeah. be like hey if the, these are constantly good coming out of them and they're if they're constantly surrounded by greatness it's probably bottled up in there somewhere right like right right yeah, that's Jeffrey one of the factors Jordan i use What's that? That's one of the so, factors I... Oh, sorry. No, no. Go. no. I was going to say... I was just making it... I was saying it's the Jeffrey Jordan principle, but please, you have actual <laughs> like input, so please, please. <laughs> no, but uh, it's like, hey, yeah, say, you want to yeah. look at the family tree um, the, directly to it, like directly above it, below it, and next to it. Like the siblings, the parents, or if, it, if it's a genesis, the kids. And if it's, yeah. if it's a genesis that's never been bred, fucking pull the trigger. You might be sitting on a gold mine. I don't, I don't know. Like... And I mean, I, I think to me, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, I'd put more stock into the actual like quantifiables that I don't necessarily know as, as much about, uh, I didn't know as much about now that I had like Blake walk me through how like the Z lead speed charts work and everything. Like I have like an understanding there and I can start producing like a targeted list for myself and, and try to, you know, figure things out because I, fast horses tend to produce other fast horses. Well, yeah, yeah, totally. And I will say this too, is like, in addition to that, it's like, keep in mind that I don't think there's one end all be all metric out there. I think it's right. a hodgepodge of a lot of different things. And we are definitely, Hey, we're working on wad. That's wins above donkey. It's kind of like war in baseball. 
Um, okay. okay. But uh, once we have Wad, you know, there will be a end-all, be-all number for every horse. But until Wad yeah. is is complete, um, yeah, you you kind of got to, like to me. I like to really like for the. I guess the first thing I really look for is do they have that great distance preference? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's the easiest way to get a, a predictable result with another horse, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, like, I know it's yep. really fucking good at this distance. Like, that's the first thing I'm looking for. And I'm, and a lot of times I'm not looking for a specific distance. Now I kind of am because I, I, you know, realizing how these mid-range uh, attorney, like, scores, it's consistently, like, 10 to 15 points lower than the sprinter and marathon scores. So it's like, I, I feel like... For poorer stables, that's kind of a way for us to leverage it back as to qualify as many as possible is really focus on breeding mid runners. Okay. We just take over we just take over that space. We we, yeah, yeah, that it's us, dude. We're we're just gonna fucking those sixteen to two thousand motherfuckers. Like anyone runs anything sixteen to through two thousand in this town, they gotta they, they gotta, gotta come to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our block. <laughs> this that's is where we went. One of you guys ended up getting prime distance. justice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I will be taking advantage of that. Yeah, so yeah, man, you can you can diddle my my, got three my a judge month. anytime. Got three a month. That's baby. What I like to hear, but I yeah I do. I, you know, he might be a good match with my Sunset Boulevard just because of her high variance. Because if a lot of his speed is passed down with her variance, that could be something wicked. Yeah, listen, yeah. guys, if your Ethereum spins, uh, he will he will ejaculate <laughs> to your mare. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Yeah, I ended up. I bred uh, my first mid runner that I've bred in quite a while the other day, and it's a uh, uh, Buterin Elite. But if you go by the Zedge uh, base ability chart, it's got the same base ability as like a Z7 Finny Genesis. That's great. And so I kind of want to, I mean, I want to match that with Prime Justice. Okay. Yeah. Bring it. Yeah. Cause I do think like this, <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Wear, wear leather. Let's do it. Because I I was already going to do that. I'm I almost don't know. Like, are is the mid distance field more or less crowded? But I do know the scores needed are lower. So I I think it's less crowded. I I think people take a really hard stand on what they have, either a sprinter or a marathoner, and those end up just being the ignored distances. I would bet to say if you were to quantify all the race distances in their funnels, that probably less mid-distance races are run than any of of the other. Okay, I'll I'll go as far as saying this. Like, I think there's a lot of tournament formats where you could take a very, very, like a a top 5% speed uh, 2,200-meter horse and Mm -hmm. run them at, like, 2000 to 1600 and still qualify them in a lot of tournaments i completely yeah. agree yeah that's fair like i've been running my new mid distance like uh, just in freeze lately and it's so hard to find uh, an 1800 i would, right. I would almost right. i would almost go as far as say you could probably do that a lot in a lot of cases except with maybe like the extreme sprinter or extreme marathon or at like 26 and a thousand right but i think that's true i i think that like especially like like a 1400 sprinter Oh fuck yeah! You can you can qualify that like a really good one. You can qualify them running them at sixteen and eighteen, no problem. Well, yep. it's it, it's something that I've noticed with like uh, my horse uh, Coastal Moneyline that I I've managed to tank down to level five. And the thing is, like she doesn't lose at anything at level five. Like she can win as the mid mid distance. She can win as a sprinter. She can win as as a marathoner. It's like a crazy like. It's just like once she's in that level five, like it's just the the perfect distance where she can win from, Dude, from any, any. Hey, problem. so it was funny saying this is like because I'm starting to wonder is like 
does it matter what time you race? Like, is it like there are time zone where it's popping off? Because the game's in Australia, like, so it's going off 24 hours a day. That's one of the, the and to me, one of the true appealing points of this game is tw- seven days a week, 24 hours a day, I can get action on my Z horses. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think it's like, uh, it's like playing Call of Duty. And when all of the 12 year old kids in Singapore are asleep, is when I'm a king. You know, where I'm like a, a real like special ops operator at that point. Like I'm, I'm a different well, cut. And the, one of the reasons why I say this is a couple of weeks ago when BG was on, um, he was saying how he's noticed he won't name him my name. He's not going to name him my name, but there's a couple of big stables that have ran like they have horses running 24 hours a day. Like, like there's a horse out of their stable running every hour of the day for like 24 hours straight. It's like, come on, yeah. dude, you're not. Unless you have like a three, there is, three man operation, everybody's sleeping in shifts like it's the fucking fire department. <laughs> you need you need you need two cousins with Aspergers and you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, so one of my, I guess well, I can't believe one of my cousins hasn't hit me up to, with one of my other cousins with Aspergers. Yeah, yeah if they. <laughs> They should. They would team up with each other, but they don't have the social skills. So you got to be a pair. You know, you, you got to make the pair for them. You got to be the ringleader. Dude. Oh man. <laughs> but yeah, too. Like, I mean, I, I wake up super early for work. I like I'm up at like three thirty in the morning for work, and I'll like when I'm working, I'll run some races that early in the morning. And I will say I tend to do way better that early. I noticed, dude. Like I wake up like five thirty, six sometimes for work. I'm, I'm no later than six fifteen. Well, on those days where I'm up like five five thirty, and I'm running an event, I think I'm doing it's. It, it seems like the fields are a little easier, and like if you almost time like the, like time those all nighters to, to on the right tournaments, I don't know. There might be something to that. I, I don't know if anybody if anybody out there has noticed anything or done any kind of studies. Let us know. Like I'm very interested I, I, in, in in kind of like looking at it like it's rush. Like when's rush hour? When's an hour to avoid? Even just not even that. Yeah, when's the hour to avoid? When's the block that you should be like, okay, I'm going to rest them here. Like I ran against Grand Dour like an hour and a half ago. So probably an hour and a half previous to this is probably (laughs) not to run. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say like, if you're wanting to like rack up rent wins for a new horse and maybe kind of try to try to goose its value a little bit by win percentage, I would run it in free races whenever there's these paid tournaments going on. Those just seem easy. Yeah, no, uh, Josh, the the listener who bought his first horse was like, my horse can't, I'm trying to take it. And it keeps finishing top three and everything. I'm like, hey, there's like, I think there was a paid tournament going on, you know. So it's like, you got to pay attention to what's going on in the grand scheme of things in the game, or like, or like pity point stats. You can rack up, right. you can rack up wins in those, no problem if you if you dial in the DP. That's why I actually keep a separate column for pity point DP, where I'm trying to not win. <laughs> right. No, I, that's the, to me, that's, I, I miss seeing the, the pity point uh, tournaments as often because I do think that that takes more, a little more skill, like going in there and digging, figuring like, all right, I can get this run, this horse to run four through six. If I run it at 60 in, in the mid tier uh, every single time, like clockwork, like I, I was able to do that. But then of course, like I didn't have the horses that could win once they were put in. Yeah, against yeah. All the other, other. That's the thing is that's a fun yeah. one to game and get in there. I've only actually won money in that like twice. Like and it's a third place and then gets smoked in the next round. Like, right. I've still never like about these all twelve tournaments. What's that? <clears throat> they pay out all twelve spots. That's what I like about these all twelve tournaments. Yeah. So what's the format they exactly on the all twelve? Is it like a Fibonacci scoring or? 
Like what's I, the, I think uh, it is. it's it's like first place is twelve points, second place is eleven, third is ten. Okay, okay, and then all the way down to twelfth is one point. Okay, yeah, because I'm gonna definitely be running some horses in that in a few minutes here when we're done recording. But um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. It's like hopefully I can. I think I have a couple that might be able to qualify in this. We'll see. I don't know. Um, I got one. I can't, it's hard for me to get him out of class one right now, which I know rich white people problem. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it, dude. It sucks, dude. Where like you get like a good decent horse, and then he gets to a class too high, and then you but he's too good to down class kind of out of it. And it's like, come on, there's got like it's got no chance there, but it's still like, and I really think, dude, if they just like. Cause I, I, they actually hit me up to do the, I, I don't know if I told you this chase. They hit me up to do their survey on the class system changes last week, but yeah. they were doing yeah. it at like at 11 PM on a work night. And it was like, Oh man, I'm not staying up like late to do this focus group thing with people in Australia. When I got to work early in the morning, like I'm a farmer. If, yeah. if, you, out loud. if you don't put me behind some, like, like a two way mirror, then I'm not doing your focus group. Like I need to be there to be, <laughs> I need to be I, that's my dream. I need to be observed. Like I'm a lab rat in a cage. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's where I tell my, my realist truths right there. It was behind that two way mirror, but no. Yeah. So, but they have, but I, I, what I want to say was just make free racing, not a part of class, the class system. I agree. Like I, that horse that I, I sold my Genesis this morning and I was looking around with, uh, uh, my buddy that I met on the Zed Discord, uh, Dex guy, he just won the European uh, meetup tournament, which was wild. His horse, Young Perfection. Shout out that horse because it's crazy fast. Uh, I always, I always kind of send him horses when I'm looking at him, like to get his opinion on them. And I sent him the one this morning because it's a like a great grandson of Breathless Edge. And I just yeah. sent it to him, and I was like, I think that's too far down the line to really matter. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, Does somebody see it? Like just so I can look and I send it to him. It's the only horse I've ever sent him that he was like, you need to buy that. You need to buy that immediately. You need buy to send an right offer. If they don't yeah. accept it in an hour, you need to buy that right now. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's in class one. And if only if someone had said down the to same, class two and three, if only someone had said yeah. the same to Scott, he would have prime, uh, prime justice <laughs> right now. No, no. And I, that hey, was still one of my I'm, favorite things ever. <laughs> I'm holding out. I'm holding out hope for, for my, this other guy that I'm looking at, I, I, I like him even better, really. So it's like, you know, and, and no, but shout out to you. Like, I'm just glad that we're, we're becoming savvy because we, we would not have made a move like that six weeks ago, you know? And like, I'll, yeah. I'll give you, I, I put together a list of, of just Genesis stallions that are less than like $200 that are like worth looking at. Like I've got to say, I've been, do, I've been doing that a lot. No, I, I have a list that I've been working on too, doing the kind of same. And I'm starting to do one for mirror. I found a mirror last night. I'll send it to you guys after, um, but holy shit, I was like, dude, I'm all this thing. I'm all, how is no one just immediately grabbing this one? But hey, hey there's yeah. stuff out there. And I don't know. I would definitely like, we're sitting here talking about manipulating stats during tournaments and stuff. I, I do think win rate might be a little overrated when making a purchase, you know, because like you have people looking to tank a lot. You have people like, like, okay, I will intentionally not even tank, but just go for the pity point. So it's like it's kind of like not really helping your you in the class profile there because you're not downclassing, yeah. but like you're not winning either, you know, and stuff like that. Like, hey, but it's me trying to get the most out of 
getting them in these tournaments, doing this, and it's so it's uh, yeah because they they stopped doing the A frame. I don't know if you guys remember that or were you guys around in the game when they did the A frame tournament. They, yeah, I was thinking about I, that the other day. I haven't seen that forever. Yeah, I I was. And I I think oh we lost Chase. Um, oh it's okay. We were gonna cut out here in a minute. Um, but yeah, the A frame like dude that would be another one to bring back. Because if you think the pity points and equalizer to help smaller stables have a chance of competing, the A-frame really does. Because there's a lot of horses that are just A-shaped. <laughs> yeah, and it makes so many more horses relevant, too, if you do that. Because right now, A-shaped horses are, I don't want to say useless, but they're pretty damn close to useless. Because there's no benefit to it. Yeah, yeah. At least fucking... Uh... Yeah, yeah, he just texted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the, the Wolf of Oakland says goodbye. Uh, he lost his connection or something. I don't know. He had a mishap. Uh, it's always comedic relief. That's the second time. that Both times now the, yeah. the three of us have been on together. His thing cuts <laughs> off 10 minutes before or whatever. That's so fucking oh, funny. He's got to make a dramatic exit. Yeah, dude, Mr. <laughs> I got prime justice. Let me rub it in your face, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But fact, any, you anything you wanted to add that, before we close? That horse up, so much. What's that? The fact that you texted me about that horse so much, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I think that's a really good one to buy." No, I think this I, other one that I won't name. Me literally, like twelve hours later, it's like, "Look at this horse I bought," and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> that's the second time I've heard about that horse today." I think that other one though that I'm looking at that I won't name my name because I that, I don't want to jinx it, but I think that one looks really good. I think that one looks better. Yeah, like that one looks like like a real like real champ. But I, uh, anything else you want to add on all this on like buying a horse and getting set up in the early days and just trying to get the most out of the fun because I think that I mean that's I hey if you're gonna hit me up saying how do I spend fifty dollars and turn it into a thousand fuck off all right but if yeah, you're gonna hit me up luck. yeah if you're gonna hit me up and be like hey how do I want to have fun like Josh did. Well, I'll help you with that. I'll, I'll go out of my way to help you with that. Like, exactly. Yeah. Oh. And I just, one of the big things for me that I wish I'd known early on was to do a little more research. I mean, I'm I'm a baseball guy, sabermetrics, all that researching, all this random stuff is like my favorite thing in the world. And I wish I would have put that into Zed earlier on when I started. That, I mean, I, I do it now. So like, it's been very beneficial to me lately, but if I could have, known to do that in the beginning yeah same use multiple here. things and use mj informatics use use all that and you know what i feel like is uh early on i kind of dude honestly like dude saber message is a great example i think early on i was too much of a home run rbi guy and i wasn't looking at ops and yeah <laughs> and now i've kind of figured out op i'm looking at ops i'm looking at on base percentage and stuff and i'm thinking like okay i'm seeing i'm i'm because and that's the thing, too, is, like, I, we like Z-Lead a lot. We like MJ Informatics a lot. There's other stuff out there. The Zedge is all right. I just don't think they update the free Buter and Barn enough. And so I wouldn't pay. I'm not going to pay for the free paid tool because I don't want to pay for it and find out they update it the same way they update the other the other <laughs> one. It's like, oh, what the fuck am I paying for if it's not getting updated this much? Like, I want that thing updated daily, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Because like, yeah. it's helpful. It's just when I look up a horse on there, that I've run like 105 times and it gives me like my base ability and it says I've run 38 races. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, that's, not I, cool. yeah, I know that's no good. You know, I'm like, 
and that's another thing is like uh recently on there like sunset boulevard went from a 75 uh variant score on there to an 85 and i'm like did that horse really get 12.5 percent better or whatever like that yeah. did that really <laughs> happen or you know or it's like they're just trying to make you feel better yeah they're trying to make me feel better about it did it, did it get better <laughs> i mean i i could say like okay the, enough low variance horses might have been bred to where that variance is in the higher percentile, mate. But I, I don't know. Like, it just yeah. To me, that's not a fair indication. A, bu- a bunch of people got worse, so this one's now better. No, because you're yeah, still gonna that, be, yeah. <laughs> you're still gonna have to be competing against good horses. <laughs> yeah, it didn't get any better compared to everybody else. Yeah. So yeah, like that's one thing I would add. So uh, yeah, Blake, where can people follow you on Twitter and stuff? Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at Balake, B-U-H-H-L-O-C-K-A-Y-E. All right. I talk about baseball stuff, Zed, all the good all the good stuff. All the good stuff. And you can always find Chase, uh, the wolf at, of Oaklawn on Twitter, being abrasive, as he would say. And you can find me, Scott underscore Bowser, the man in the desert. Um, with uh, I'll be having – I have a lot of fantasy football takes on there. That's, uh, that's I, I do a lot – you know, I, I do more fantasy football on my main account, and then I do more of my Zed talk on the show's Zed account, which is at Zed Podcast. So follow us over there, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Zed Gambling Podcast. And make sure you join the SGPN's Discord in addition to the Zed Discord, so you can get in with us. And we have like it's pretty much like just us and a few other people. It's a lot of fun fucking talk Zed, and yeah. Hang out and uh, showing off, show show off wins and. Hey, run horses by each other. Uh, you know, maybe we could start setting up our own breeding syndicate kind of thing. Who knows? So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week with more. And uh, trust me, we're going to be doing that free giveaway very, very soon. I'm going to hoping to dial that in before football season. But I'm waiting for the bosses to – we might have bonus prizes to go with the free horses is what I'm saying here. And so I'm waiting for the bosses to give the okay on that. So if you want to get in on that raffle, you still have time. Go over to – Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review, okay, and leave a comment. You got to do both. Leave the five-star review and comment, and that'll enter you into our raffle automatically, our, our, uh, our, our marble race is what we're doing. And then um, you can also, um, if you're a Spotify guy, I was, like, trying to figure out a way to get Spotify people involved. So if you're a Spotify person, here's how you can do it. You can... Um, Take a screenshot of you leaving the five-star review or whatever. Take a screenshot of that. Send it over to me. Like DM it to the show at Zed Podcast or on the Discord or Slack channel or whatever. And then uh, I will uh, add your name into the – I'll add your username into the Marble Race because I'm that nice of a guy. Even though our our network rewar- is uh, goes for Apple promotions – I figured out a way to include you Spotify people because you know what? We're all Spotify people deep down in our hearts. <laughs> I have Spotify playlists. I use them all the time. So do I. All right. So, uh, yeah, Blake, thanks for joining me again, buddy. And uh, we will be back next week. Bye, y'all. Have a good one.